0: America and welcome to the Dean's List. We've been spending a lot of time talking this week about the dumbing down of education. The question people ask, I hear it, is is this on purpose? Are we are we dumbing down education on purpose, or really are our leaders just incompetent? I think I think the answer is it's on purpose. I think it's on purpose. They might be incompetent, but they're dumbing down on purpose. They're dumbing down education on purpose. We're going to hear from a a lady by the name of Erin Lee today. I've got some clips, and I've been really wanting to get to these clips all week. Today's the day. She's going to to describe what happened to her daughter, 12 years old, in the sixth grade, brand new school, Colorado. And it's just another example of how we're seeing firsthand not only, not only does this fall in line with dumbing down of education, but it, it goes hand in hand with it because education is being replaced by social engineering. We're, we're gonna educate on a completely different model, a completely different platform. We're, we're gonna educate the student in terms of how we want them to be socially what we want them to look like socially we talked about this week we've talked about john dewey a little bit and we know that john dewey really believed that it wasn't necessary to teach kids to read and write and and to do math he just felt like we just needed to properly socialize them he was very much a collectivist he was uh in his mind everything was geared towards the state there there shouldn't be any anything for the individual it should all be for the state he was a socialist through and through he was a communist marxist through and through and he is considered the father of american progressive education our our current education platform has john dewey to think and he was interested in social engineering he wanted to create a a specific type of society. And the Marxists today have have taken that one step further. I don't know that Dewey wanted to, to turn boys into girls, quite frankly. I, I don't know that, that his mind had gone to that depravity. But the Marxists today, that's what they're interested in. That's the social engineering that they are interested in. Yes, the The dumbing down of education is on purpose. The downfall of American education is on purpose. Because if they can destroy the education system, then everything else downstream is destroyed. You know, that's the way I feel about it. And you know, that's the way it is. You can see it. We can see it happening over the last 70 years we can see how things have deteriorated and it's because of the education systems being poisoned it's absolutely being poisoned so we're going to hear some clips from Erin Lee this is an interview that she did with Lance Wellnow on his podcast and i have been meaning to get into this so i want to dive right into it let's 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 not uh let's not waste any time today Okay. Here is Erin Lee telling her story.
1: Twenty-one. We had just moved to a new town. My daughter is a shy, introverted kid, and she had started at a new school hadn't made a single connection with a student her age thanks to the draconian lockdown standards of our school district. And one day this art teacher who was also her homeroom teacher asked her to stay after school for art club. So we gave our permission for art club when she texted us last minute. When she got there it was actually gender and sexuality awareness club or GSA and the teacher had invited in this outside activist and they did such things as using flags to describe umbrella terms or defining words telling the kids that Queer is a term they can use while they're still figuring out their sexuality. And transgender is when you're not completely comfortable in your biological sex. They explicitly asked who the kids were attracted to, discussed polyamory, suicide, telling the kids that these new labels, including my daughter's new transgender label, makes them more likely to kill themselves. They handed out toys, flags, stickers, bracelets, what she called the obligatory stickers and wristbands that kids love to collect everywhere they go. It was a very predacious response. Um, She handed out a personal cell phone number. She asked the kids to connect with her privately on Discord and WhatsApp, where there are quick hide features and where parents are not monitoring the conversation. And as our daughter left the room that day, the art teacher even pulled her aside and said, remember, you don't have to tell your parents. And so we're very fortunate that she came home and we could tell something was wrong, and she immediately handed us that transgender flag, proclaimed her transgenderism, and, and wanted to involve us in that process. So we're lucky she broke the rules. The number one rule of this club was what you hear and hear, keep.
0: She gets cut off there at the end. But what she is saying, that number one rule for this club was what you hear and hear, keep in here. I mean, that's kind of a nice little uh, mnemonic, right? That just kind of rolls off the tongue. What you hear in here keep in here. Kind of easy to remember. Twelve years old, sixth grade, brand new school, doesn't really know anybody. Kind of, um, kind of off on our own, and this is this is the the type of student that they look for. The type of student who seems uncertain, who seems unclear, who who doesn't really. Uh, have any any direction it's just kind of you know clearly wandering brand new school has no friends the art teacher says hey why don't you stick around for art club after school i mean you know that's that's yeah okay yeah i'll do that calls mom you know mom is a brand new school you know art club yes with the teacher yes yes because we are trusting. We are a trusting lot, and we send our kids off to school and we trust and believe that the people there are going to look out for them. We trust and believe that the adults in that school building have what's best in mind for our kids. And you know what? And in, in many instances, the adults do have what's best in mind. But also, in many instances, the adults don't. They don't have what's best in mind. They are interested in social engineering, and they are part of this replacement game. This, Let's replace education with something else. Let's, let's re- replace it with, with social engineering and, and, and a makeup and model that, that we would like society to be. So this art teacher brings in this this activist, and this activist starts, you know, breaks out the flag, starts defining words, and here it is. They are the masters at, at defining the narrative, and, and they take words and they attach definitions to these words, and, you know, our where we fall down is that we abide by these definitions. I, I don't abide by them. No, nope, not here on this radio show. We do not abide by the left's definition of a word. We will abide by the by the actual definition of the word, not by something that's made up. We are not going to abide by the definition of a word when that word was given to us by a gender unicorn. Uh, <laughs> so the the activist and the art teacher you know, say that if you're not comfortable in your own body, then you might be transgender. All right. I've never been a 12-year-old girl, but I have heard people who were once 12-year-old girls describe that any 12-year-old girl is not going to be comfortable in her own body. It's not going to happen. You know, there's there's too much going on. There's too many changes happening. There's... uh you know, a 12-year-old probably isn't going to be comfortable in her own body. But for, for an adult to to tell that 12-year-old that, yeah, you know, if you're not comfortable in your own body, it's probably because, well, you're a transgender. Yeah, I know. I know you're shocked, but it's, it's okay. I mean, it, it's fine. Here, here's my personal cell number. And you call me whenever you need Oh, you want to reach out to me on, on Discord or, or WhatsApp? These two platforms are excellent because they have quick hide features because you probably don't want your parents to know about this. And, and so if we're chatting, you can, you can hit this quick hide feature. And, and nobody has to know. And you don't have to tell your parents anything. Matter of fact, you probably shouldn't tell your parents because they won't understand. Your parents aren't like me. I understand. I know what it's like because I'm transgender or that, you know, whatever they say at this point, I don't know. I've, I've never been in one of these sessions. I'm just, I'm imagining that this is how, it, how it's playing out. So the 12-year-old goes home, you know, mom realizes something's up and then she breaks out her flag and describes, guess what? I'm transgender. I mean, I just discovered it today, and here's why. And goes through the list. And mom is like, holy cow, what just happened? This wasn't an art club. It was a GSA. It was uh, gender and sexuality. Another name for it is, you know, gay straight. I don't know what the A stands for. I'm afraid to ask. Yeah, and, and mom is completely blown away. you got to be kidding me. Brand new school district, just moved in. They don't know anybody. And lo and behold, little 12-year-old sixth-grade daughter comes home and announces for the very first time that she's actually a boy. Ah uh, I, I know. I know you're you're upset about it. All right, let's uh, let's take a, a listen to, to clip number two as as Aaron Lee continues
1: just turned 12. Yep. And again, this is the height of COVID protocol. And we had very carefully raised our daughter, you know, to be very innocent. She, she didn't even know what suicide was prior to this meeting. And then afterwards, about six months later, after we learned that therapy was not a possibility here in the state of Colorado, we were betrayed by our pediatrician. When we sought help, we really truly didn't trust anyone. But about six months later, she wrote us a suicide note. She was actually contemplating taking her life because she had been so thoroughly confused by these activists, by therapists, to believe that there was something fundamentally wrong with how God made her, and she couldn't reconcile it. And so she did leave us a suicide note.
0: A couple of things I want you to catch here. You know, the the daughter's 12 years old. And, you know, mom said, on purpose, we've raised her to be very innocent. She didn't even know what suicide was, had no concept of it. It didn't you know? Didn't understand that there would be a word for for such a thing. However, in these meetings, it is common for the the people running the running the show, running these meetings, to say, "You, you know, because of this, because you are this way, then you can expect to have these suicidal thoughts. You may want to kill yourself." and you need to reach out to us because you're this is probably going to happen you're probably going to want to kill yourself who suggests this to a 12 year old what type of person suggests to a 12 year old that because they are feeling this particular way they're probably going to want to kill themselves especially a 12-year-old who's innocent, who has no concept. I mean, not even especially that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who the 12-year-old is or how the 12-year-old has been raised. Who suggests that to a 12-year-old? This is not education. Well, it is. It is education, but it's education into evil. It's not the education that the American system was set up to deliver. It's not that education. Mm-mm. It's not an education that that teaches young people how to think about things. No, this is an education that teaches them what to think about things. And, and what they need to think in this moment is they might want to kill themselves. So she leaves a suicide note six months later. And and you know, mom and dad and and daughter, they go through this process over six months and trying to get therapy. And she explains that here in a later clip. The point here is that the daughter leaves a suicide note six months later because she believed there was something fundamentally wrong with how God made her. That's what she was led to believe. She's a girl. And she was led to believe that there was something extremely foundationally wrong with the fact that god made her a girl that that he he messed up here he messed up he should not have made her a girl because she's actually a boy how evil how evil how absolutely despicably evil is that for an adult to tell a 12 year old that god didn't actually make you as a as a little girl no, he blew it because you're actually a boy. And this is why you feel this way, because you're actually a boy. And, and you're probably going to want to kill yourself. You're, you're going to have these feelings that you're going to want to kill yourself because God made a mistake. And and this little girl is going down this path of believing this, being coached, being just like a lamb being led to the slaughter, just being being led down this path without without any any hope without any any direction except a mom on the other side fighting fiercely a mom and a dad absolutely fighting fiercely for their daughter now we're talking about the dumbing down of education and this is part of it because as education is being dumbed down it's being replaced by here's how we want these kids to be here's the the social outlook that we want And because education is being dumbed down, these students don't have the wherewithal to think critically about what is being said to them. And it's happening on purpose. This isn't a mistake. This isn't due to incompetence. This is happening because it's intended. It's all intentional. And as Americans... with with kids in the education system, we have some options and we have to ask ourselves some hard questions. Do we stick around in this system? Do you as a parent keep your child in the public indoctrination system? Do you homeschool? Do you find a private school? You have some options, but you just have to make some decisions. Parents all across this country have got to make some decisions and schools are open we're back in school now but it's not too late parents need to make decisions if 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 you if your only option is to keep your child in a public school you better be fighting and you better not be fighting alone you better have you better have people alongside you that are willing to link arms and link shields with you lock shields and go after it All right, we're gonna pick up more of Erin Lee and her story on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
1: I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital.
0: My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work.
1: Trust is earned.
2: Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. Air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural, drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R dot Welcome
0: back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowman. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can find us here at americaoutloud.news Monday through Friday at the 2 p.m. time slot. And we are happy to have you along for the ride here as, as we talk about the dumbing down of education. It is our objective to shine the light of truth on the educational landscape in this country. And as we do that, sometimes it it's ugly sometimes the light of truth shines itself on things that are not pleasant and and that's kind of what we're what we're in the middle of it's it's unfortunate to look and see that that our education is being dumbed down and destroyed right before our very eyes and in replace of that education we we have social engineering ultimately that's that's what it's boiling down to we have people that are that are instead of shaping and molding the minds of these students and things that are good and true and beautiful, they're shaping and molding their, their minds and into lies and things that are not true and leading them literally down the path of death. Literally. All right, let's let's dive back into Aaron Lee here. Uh, let's take a listen to clip number three as she as she goes into more detail on, on this whole therapy issue. Let's take a listen.
1: Yeah, well, we, we first went to a therapist. That's what any logical parent would do. We were caught off guard intentionally. Let me backtrack. The school intentionally keeps this meeting confidential. They confirmed it as a confidential meeting because as a school, they have to provide a safe space for students, which tells me a safe space from their families. And so, you know, we took her to a therapist because we were felt helpless in that situation, and we found out that in Colorado in 2019, they passed a law that banned conversion therapy with specific language around gender confusion for children. So if a child is confused about their gender, a licensed therapist can only affirm it or ignore it. And so the first therapist was queer and trans-affirming and pushed her further down the path. The second therapist we chose was faith-based, but because she knew she would lose her license, she avoided the topic entirely, which further exacerbated the confusion and depression. And then so when we took our daughter to the pediatrician here in Colorado, we learned about another law that was passed in 2019 that makes 12-year-olds the steward of their own mental health care. So the pediatrician had us leave the room for the mental health assessment. And when we came back, my daughter had already been prescribed Zoloft, uh, an intense psychotropic. And at 12 years old, that's her decision. We had no authority to say otherwise. Wow. Yeah.
0: So again, this is Erin Lee, and this is an interview she's having with Lance Walno on his podcast. And... You caught the tail end of, of 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 that clip there, where he's just he's flabbergasted. I mean, all he can say is "Wow," uh, and he, it's almost like he's it's taking his his breath away. And you feel that as she's talking. You're just, I mean, for me, as I'm as I'm hearing her explain, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm beside myself. I'm speechless. I know you're speechless too. Uh, Okay. First of all, what is happening in Colorado? People in Colorado, what is happening to your state? Uh, I thought California was left. I thought Michigan was left. Colorado was left. So in 2019, the legislature in Colorado passes a law against gender therapy, conversion therapy specifically, gender conversion therapy, where the counselor, if someone comes to the counselor and they are confused about their gender, the counselor can do one of two things, either affirm it or ignore it. How is that counseling? How is that actual therapy? There's no actual therapy there. As a therapist, if 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 you're trying to help somebody, all right, let's say that someone comes into your office and she's bulimic. As a therapist, would you affirm that bulimia? Would you affirm it? And would you say to her, your only option is to make yourself throw up? That's it. That's all you can do. Or, or. Or as a therapist, would you just ignore it? Would you just choose to ignore it? Or let's say someone comes into your office and he or she is anorexic. I'll say she because it's it's usually girls. She's anorexic. Would you affirm that anorexia? Would you tell her, yeah, you know what? You should just, just stop eating altogether. I mean, you're, you're probably eating way too much as it is would you affirm that or would you just choose to simply ignore it and talk about something else this law well number 1 it's it's not a medical law it there the, there is no there's no medical benefit in this law whoever proposed this law they are deceived, and the people that voted for this law are equally deceived. There, there is zero medical benefit here. This this student, this child, this young person who, who goes to a counselor to talk through these issues that she's having, and, and her only option is to either be affirmed or ignored, you know, so – the first counselor mom goes to is a homosexual, and of course they're going to affirm it. And so she finds herself a a Christian therapist. And this therapist is is too afraid to address it because she doesn't want to lose her license. Because, well, she's only got two options. And she's not going to affirm it. So her second option is just to ignore it, just let it go. That uh this is this is. This is completely wrong. It's it's wrong politically. It's wrong educationally. It's wrong medically. And Calif- California, Colorado, folks in Colorado, it is time for some massive recalls in Colorado. Massive. So there's also a, another 2019 law in Colorado that a 12-year-old is in charge of her or his own mental health? So mom has to leave the room because the 12-year-old is in charge? The 12-year-old is able to make decisions about their mental health? What in the world is going on in Colorado? How, how, how is it that... A 12-year-old isn't old enough to get a tattoo, buy cigarettes, you know, drive a car, buy a gun, vote. But the 12-year-old is old enough to make their own mental health decisions. And so mom has to leave the doctor's office. And at the end of the visit, the daughter's prescribed some some medicine that she's uh, agreed to. Oh, yeah, because she's 12 and she's in charge. She's in charge of her own mental health. I mean, she's 12 years old. Why, why wouldn't she be in charge of her own mental health? I mean, give her the checkbook. I mean, put her in charge of the family finances for crying out loud. So I ask you this. There is, there is no way that these two laws would be enacted unless it was intentional there's nobody dumb enough there's uh, I mean maybe there is I I just don't think there's anybody this incompetent to to put these two laws in place. It reeks of an intentionality. It reeks of being done on purpose because they know what they're doing. They know if they can put the 12 year old in charge of their own mental health, then they can manipulate that mental health from inside the the four walls of of the doctor's office or the therapist's office without mom and dad. Well, all right, we're going to kick mom and dad out because this is the 12-year-old's decision now. Sorry mom and dad, you got to go. This um no. If if that isn't being done on purpose, I don't know what is. Someone tell me otherwise. Please t- tell me that this is incompetence. Just tell me we got stupid people running the show. I would feel better if you just said, you know what? We just got a bunch of morons out there. We just got a bunch of morons. We don't know what we're doing. We just a of, just a bunch of morons out there. I would feel better about the situation if you told me morons were in charge. But that's not the case. That is not the case. Morons are not in charge. Evil people are in charge, and they're doing this to our kids on purpose. They've been dumbing down education on purpose for decades, and now they're replacing it with their own evil social engineering. You can't convince me otherwise. All right, let's 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 take a listen to clip number four. It's just going to keep getting better and better. Okay, here we go.
1: I didn't, but my daughter did. So in that 90-minute art club, they taught her these laws. They taught her her rights. They talked about puberty blockers and told her how she can pursue puberty blockers without telling us because having just turned 12, she is the steward of her own mental health care. She can receive prescriptions. She can go to counselors without telling us. In fact, Colorado, speaking of laws, just passed an additional law here in this last session that's going to now mandate mental health surveys for all 6th through 12th graders. Wow. And the original verbiage in the law said, even if the parent opts the child out, the child can opt themselves back in. And the results from that screening don't go to the parents. They go to the school. The school then refers them out to the state's mental health program called iMatter. And so I did a little research. I took the I Matter survey online. I answered it honestly. And as a perfectly healthy 37-year-old woman, I was deemed high risk. So I looked into the counselors that were available to me and most of them were LGBTQ affirming and sex work positive. These are the therapists that our state is capturing our children and sending them to without parent knowledge or consent.
0: My gosh. Okay. I know I've been saying that parents that have kids in public schools that, you know, you have some options. Um, If but if you are a parent and you have your child in a public school in Colorado, you don't have any options any longer. You, you have one option, and that is to get that child out of that school. That, that's your option. Okay, you have some options in terms of where you're going to put that child. But ultimately, you have this decision is being made for you based upon the laws that are happening in Colorado. Based upon the potential manipulation that is afoot in Colorado, you have one choice, and that is, I'm getting my child out of this public school system. So, I, the the beginning of that clip kind of got cut off, but she was saying, she was she was the, the question was, did you know the laws? You know, because she talked about uh, the 2019 laws where. Um conversion therapy uh, could only be affirmed by a counselor or ignored. Those are the two options. Or the other 2019 law where um, the 12-year-old is now the steward of their own mental health. In the pediatric office, mom had to leave because, you know, daughter is the steward of her own mental health. So the question is, you know, did you know about these laws? And and she answered, no, I didn't, but my daughter did. She said, because in this in this art club, which was actually a gay straight association meeting under the guise of an art club, and, and the ninety minutes that 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 the daughter was there, they informed the daughter about the laws. They told the daughter, hey, guess what? You're in charge of your own mental health. Hey, hey, guess what? Here, here are all the, the the laws on puberty blockers, and and here's the the medications that you can use to block the puberty. Okay, I, I just who does this? What kind of evil is afoot here? Where the first time you're meeting this little twelve year old? the first 90 minutes, you are explaining to her that because she doesn't feel comfortable in her own body, she's probably a boy. And God made the mistake. He should have made her a boy, but he didn't. He made her a girl. And she's probably going to want to kill herself because of it. Oh, and here, by the way, here's you know the medications you can take. And, and here's where you can get them. And all this you know can happen without your mom knowing. You don't need to tell your mom what you hear and here stays in here oh by the way here's my personal cell number here's my contact on discord and whatsapp and you know mm. I I'm telling you parents in colorado if you live in colorado holy cow now now I'm 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 saying there needs to be a there needs to be a run on the bank there needs to be a run on the public school system in Colorado where parents are just pulling their kids left and right. I just, I mean, pulling them left and right. And you know me, I'm all for fighting. I am. I am all for, for Gandalf smacking the steward of Gondor on the nose, knocking him out and, and riding through the city, telling the men to return to their posts. Um, I mean, you can still fight. I still believe in fighting, but at the risk of destroying your children, uh I, I I'd get them out. I mean, yeah, you can still fight to change the system, but I wouldn't keep my child in the system while I'm fighting to change the system. That's just me. That is just me. I can't I can't tell you what to do. You got to make your own decisions out there. Um, but I just uh I don't know. I don't think I would be a part of that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk putting my child in that system. I wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't risk destroying not only their their present life but their future life. Um, I'd fight. I would fight. I'd go after it. I mean, this mom here is fighting Aaron Lee. She is on a mission. She is absolutely on the front lines. I mean, she's going after it. She's got a website. She's, uh, she is mobilizing. Um, but in that process, I would not put my child in that situation. Uh, this mandatory health survey where, you know, they can send kids to therapists without parental consent and this, and this is mandatory. The schools are doing this. The public schools are doing mandatory mental health surveys. And then the kids take the surveys and the results go to the school. They don't go to the parents. And then the school sends the kids to therapists without parental consent. Oh, parents in Colorado. I'm telling you, I would get them out. I would get them out. All right, there's more to come on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
2: This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD.
1: For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
2: AmericaOutLoud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk, radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
0: Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. America Out Loud is the premier news network where smart people go to get their news and information. So congratulations on being one of the smart ones. We are, uh, you know, we're talking today about things that, things that are frustrating, things that, things that are upsetting, things that just, uh they just make me angry. They do, they just... They make me angry. We are we're listening to some clips by a, a woman named Erin Lee, who's a twelve year old sixth grader, first day in school. Uh, goes to an after school art club, and it's actually not an art club. It is a uh, a gay straight association or a a gender sexuality. I mean, it's a GSA, but they've got different names for it. And while there, she is. She's convinced in, in 90 minutes, this 12-year-old is convinced that that she is actually a boy. And she needs to go through this process. And, you know, six months later, she writes a suicide note to her mom and dad and says, you know, I'm going to end it. Because I'm just, you know, God messed up. He made me a girl and he should have made me a boy. Um. Uh, 90 minutes of information had the potential of literally destroying this girl's life, except her mom was, was so active. I mean, her mom was, her mom went after it and uh, her mom continues to go after it. Aaron Lee continues to be on the front lines of this thing. So we ended segment two, really with me saying, if you're a parent in Colorado, you might want to uh, think twice about having your child in a public school. I am dead serious about that. The, the third law that that she mentions here in this last clip is a mandatory mental health survey that kids in public schools have to take. The word mandatory means mandatory. These kids take a public health survey I'm sorry, a mental health survey. And that survey does not get sent to the parents. It gets sent to the school. And then the schools send the children to a therapist. Now, she said parents have the opportunity to opt out. But since, you know, 12-year-olds and older are in charge of their mental health, they are the sole steward of their mental health, they can opt back in. And, and, you know, parents, they don't have any consent. They don't have any control over it. So these kids can then go to these therapists. So, you know, mom here says, I, I took the mandatory mental health survey. She said, I'm a normal 36-year-old thirty six year, 36 year old woman. But yet, I, you know, whatever she said, you know, borderline or, or something, I, I don't remember what she said. But, um, you know, according to the survey, though, she needed therapy. And she didn't have a lot of options. It, her, her, her therapist options were all gender affirming. I can tell you that. I mean, if the law is in, in Colorado that you have to affirm or ignore, they're sending these kids to affirming therapy. Um, I'm telling you, Colorado, I would I would get my child out of that school so fast. Uh it would make it, it uh heads would spin uh, you, you know and I I'm all for fighting. I believe in fighting but I would not keep my child in that system while I'm fighting that system. I wouldn't do it. oh but the sports are great um the music program it's fantastic I wouldn't do it wouldn't do it for the sports I wouldn't do it for the music. I wouldn't oh the art pro, I wouldn't do it for the art. But the theater and the drama, I wouldn't, mm -mm, I I wouldn't, I I would not do it. I would get my child, I would find a a homeschool co-op. I would find myself a classical Christian school. If you live in Colorado and you, you need some help and you need some assistance, send me an email. I will help you to whatever extent I can. I'll pull up the database. We'll go through schools together. I will, I'll tell you yes or no. I mean, if you want my opinion, I'll give it to you. Uh, I'll help you out with homeschooling any way I can. I don't want to see your child go through this. I don't even know you. and You don't know me, but I'm telling you, I will help you to whatever extent I am able. All right, we have one more clip from Aaron Lee. So uh, let's take a listen.
1: Yeah, once we rescued her from the throes of it, and for anyone who's going through it or knows someone who's going through it, being direct is what saved her ignoring the issue, looking for outside help that exacerbated it, but sitting her down and saying, is this really what you want? Is this really who you are? Read these text messages out loud. That's what saved her. And we let her watch. What is a woman? And she did. She looked at me and said, mom, why didn't I understand this was happening to me while it was happening? I said, well, that was by design. You were vulnerable and taken advantage of. And she goes, okay, I see that. How do I protect other little girls from going through this? This must be happening everywhere. And I said, we're doing it right now, sweetheart. You let me tell your story. You let me share what happened to you so that other parents can be aware and protect their kids like I couldn't. Because I was naive. I was trusting. And I had no idea that this kind of thing was possible in my
0: public school. So she didn't think it was possible in her public school. And I think that might be the opinion of a lot of people. Oh, it's not going to happen here. I mean, it's going to happen somewhere else, somewhere that's extremely left. Uh, It's not going to happen here. No, not here. But if if we're not paying attention, it's going to happen here. It's going to happen where you live, unless you keep your head on a swivel, unless you're constantly looking around. Uh, it it'll happen. It will find you. So, you know, she said, I, "I I was naive. I I didn't see it coming. I um." But that's kind of who we are. We want to believe the best in people. We absolutely want to drop our kids off and believe that they're going to be safe. I I don't think, unfortunately. I don't think in America we can we can maintain that belief any longer. I don't I mean, you know, Reagan said trust but verify. Well, do you want to trust them with your child while you're verifying? I I don't. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust them with my child while I was verifying if what they were telling me is the truth or not. There is there's an article here that at the end of the school year last year, this is out of Mesa County and this is in Colorado Mesa County Valley School District. They are partnering with healthcare organizations to bring clinics to schools. I uh, I wouldn't have it. Mm-mm. This is this is high school and junior high. The agreement between the school district and Marillac Health is titled Memorandum of Understanding between Mesa County Valley District 51 and Marillac Health for the provision of school-based health care. Oh, boy. And this started, this was effective actually July 2019. This has been going on for a while. And so here's... Here's what this health healthcare clinic inside the school. Here's here's what their services are listed as. Treatment of minor acute injury and illness. Okay, that that's fine. Uh well child, well adolescent exams and sports physicals. Oh, okay. Immunizations. Well, I mean I don't think so, but uh routine laboratory tests. Routine laboratory tests. Why do you have a Why are you giving a routine laboratory test to my child in the school? I'm going to put a check mark next to that one. Management of chronic illness. I mean, okay. All right. Oh, boy. Here we go. And this is where the bells are going off. You ready for the next one? Mental health assessment and treatment, including drug and alcohol treatment. Mental health assessment and treatment treatment. I wonder how they're treating these kids in the building. So in 2019, it was mandatory that the students take a mental health survey. And then that survey would go to the school. And at least in this county in Colorado, in Mesa County Valley School District, they have their own in-house mental health assessment and treatment facility. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I'd get my kid out of that building so fast. Case management and referral. Uh, I wouldn't do it. Age-appropriate reproductive health services. What in the world? What reproductive health service do you need to provide? Uh, I'd get them out. I would get them out so fast. I'm telling you what, I wouldn't. Uh, you got to be kidding me! I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I'd get them out of there so fast. This this school district also has LGBTQ resources specifically for teachers on the website. These resources include lists of LGBTQ books aimed at children as young as pre-kindergarten. These resources are labeled 15 great new LGBTQ middle grade books, 30 essential LGBT plus books for young readers, books with LGBT character for grades preschool through third grade, grades fourth through seventh, and then grades nine and up. Diverse children's books to support LGBTQ-inclusive elementary schools, and Teaching LGBTQ History. These books are available as teacher resources to include in their lessons as young as preschool. I would not, if you're in this school district, I would get them out. Many of the books in these lists include stories of young children transitioning to another gender, Another resource on the page for teachers is labeled Transgender Student Support Action Plan. But of course, public access is blocked for that document. Hmm, I wonder why. I wonder why the, the public is not allowed to see the Transgender Student Support Action Plan at the school district in Colorado. In the category 15 Great New LGBTQ Middle Grade Books, The book, The Moon Within, is promoted. In describing the book, the linked resource explains that Sally Riviera's coming-of-age story features her first period, her first attraction to a boy, and her best friend coming out as gender-fluid, then identifying as a boy named Marco. In the resource, labeled as Books with LGBT Character for Grades, Grades preschool through third grade. Grades four through seventh, grades nine and up. The books I Am Jazz and Gracefully Grayson are listed. Both books feature young children transitioning to another gender. This is the Mesa County Valley School District. I would get out of that school district so fast. Uh, if, if you're, I mean... If you're in Colorado, I just I, I would not have my child in a public school in Colorado. I wouldn't. I would be out. I would just. Uh, so here's here's where where we are. I mean, this is what it's come to. Uh, we we are no longer we're no longer educating our kindergartners, our preschoolers, our elementary students. We're not educating them with with things that that would engage wonder. We're not, we're not trying to instill wonder in them, making them wonder about the world around them. You know, that's the beauty of science because it just, it makes us wonder, how was this happening? How was the, you know, how was how the earth just, just floating in space and spinning around the sun? And, and these young minds should be filled with wonder about this sort of thing. And, and and they should have teachers that that will teach them and things that are good and things that are true and things that are beautiful. Instead, we have the exact opposite. We don't we don't have true education. Well, it's education, but it's not it's not the education that our founding fathers thought we would have in this country. It's not an education that's centered around morality. It's not an education that's striving to to figure out the truth of things, wanting to to find the beauty in things, wanting to wanting to have things that are good poured into our minds. That's not the education. These people are evil. These these people in the, the people in charge in, in Colorado, these folks are evil. Every single last one of them. I don't know who they are but they're evil. If this is their if this is th- their agenda, this is the road they want to go down with a a little kindergartner, a 4 or 5 year old, if you think about your 4 or 5 year old, you're in Colorado, think about your 4 or 5 year old, your elementary student, do you want them in that do you, no, you don't. I mean, if you're listening to this to this program, I can tell you, you do not want your child in that. I mean, some people do, you know, I, I can't speak for them, but I I, I promise if, you, if you're listening to this program and you know somebody who lives in Colorado and they have kids in the public school, you are on the phone with them to, I mean, as soon as, I mean, probably right now, you are probably, I mean... We're coming up here to the top of the hour. You're going to be on the phone with him in just a few minutes. And if we're on podcasts, i am probably been paused 10, 10 minutes ago because you are probably on the phone. Uh, you are just as beside yourself as I am. I uh, if, if you want to learn more about Erin about Lee, her website is uh, stopgenderideology.com stopgenderideology.com and she has information there about about her story um about her mom's story or her her daughter's story uh and it is i tell you what it is just it's unfortunate that we're here but you know what we're gonna we're gonna continue sounding the alarm we are gonna keep ringing the bells and just screaming this from the housetops. Because as a country, we have to wake up. And what more, what better wake-up call is there than just to see a mass exodus out of Colorado? I can't think of a better wake-up call. I don't know that it's going to happen, but, you know, we have to just keep shouting it. We have to keep shouting it. We are witnessing the dumbing down before our very eyes. And we have to we have to keep shouting. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for shouting today. We will we will pick the shouting up tomorrow. Thank you for joining me, America. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age.